now listening to The Dot. What is up, guys? Greg here, and you are tuned in to the February 2023 edition of The Dot, the show where we go over all the best new music of the month. Really interesting second month of 2023. In the February episode, we're going to go through some music that was released between January 21st and February 17th. Now, I said interesting because at the very end of January, on January 27th, we got a new album from Lil Yachty. Now, we've heard of Lil Yachty before. Before, he is a familiar name, but what was not familiar was the style of music that he released with his new album, where it seems like he stepped right into this vacant hole that was left since Kid Cudi kind of tailed off from the psychedelic hip-hop music. There's some other examples that you could probably throw out there that might have touched this genre, but not like Lil Yachty did with this latest album. This album came out great in the sense of if somebody like Tame Impala or Tori Moi, I would be like, yo, check out this new Lil Yachty album because it really infuses modern day popular psychedelic music into the hip hop space. And I think Yachty did a nice job with that. So hats off to him for his new album called Let's Start Here. We also got two new Skrillex albums this past month, both pretty solid. This was coming off the sellout show alongside of Fred again and Fortet in New York. Like I said, the two albums were really good. Great to hear new Skrillex music. And as you can expect with the Skrillex album, a lot of big names were featured on the two albums that he released. That wasn't all we got from the electronic world here in February 2023. We got a new album from SG Lewis. We got a new album from Amtrak. We got a project from Flume, which was really rips and songs from the past that he hadn't officially released. So that was a fun project to listen to. We got a breakout album from Jesse Murph. If you guys aren't familiar with Jesse Murph at this point, she's very famous on social media and she's she has some pipes, man. She is breaking through in the pop and soulful R&B world. That album she just released called Drowning is something I highly recommend you listen to. Inhaler, the young band from Dublin, released a, another great album. I think they're really solidifying themselves as one of the best young bands out there right now. They're selling out shows left and right in the U.S., so a lot of people are onto them. But really cool and very interesting to see the building blocks and the foundation being built for 20 2023 here as we head into March. So let's get to some of the music that you may have overlooked in this busy month of new music. And let's start here with J.W. Francis, who released an album called Dreamhouse for us on January 27th. Let's throw it over to J.W. Francis to introduce this new song, Sweet as a Rose. Hi, I'm J.W. Francis, and this is The Dot. You're about to listen to Sweet as a Rose the final track on my latest album, Dreamhouse. I wrote it as a Valentine's Day song, as you can tell from the chorus, Happy Valentine's Day. And uh, the song was requested by a fan of mine named Anatole for his girlfriend, Sanaz. And he simply told me, she's sweet as a rose. So I wrote the song based on that prompt, and away we go.
J.W. Francis there with Sweet as a Rose off his new album that was released this past month called Dream House. And so cool to hear where he gets the inspiration from. J.W. Francis did an interview with Far Out Mag about this album saying that he just wanted to sing some songs about love. And that's where this album stemmed from. Love the fact that he's interacting with the fans the way that he is. And that is another really good album from J.W. Francis. He has a few in his pocket at this point. So really good to have him on the episode. I'm so excited to go to this next artist who released the deluxe version of their debut album this past month, and that is Paper Idol. Now, we did feature a Paper Idol song on the dot in February 2020. So exactly three years ago, we featured the song I'm Fantastic, one of the best songs I heard that year. And it's really one of those songs where you're just so surprised he's not more popular because the songs are so polished and so good. So let me take you back to February 2020 and let's peek in to the song I'm Fantastic that I featured on that episode. We'll just hear about 10 to 15 seconds of that song from the hook and then I'll come back in and we'll go to the song that was released on Paper Idol's debut album called The Playground and you can just hear what I'm talking about. This man deserves so much more credit. He is such a good songwriter. Check out the song I'm Fantastic from 2020. to this day and Paper Idols hit us back and said that he's happy to have his music featured on the dot he wasn't able to send in a voice recording because he's in the midst of touring coming off of that debut album and let's go to the song off that debut album again he released the deluxe version of the playground this past month and we're gonna go to the song control and this song just sounds like a bop from the songwriting to the production of the track similar to I'm Fantastic what we heard back in 2020 paper idol has just further improved his craft and further proved his ability to put out great music this is control from paper idol Control, I said it's 
so happy to feature an artist like Paper Idol here this month. You can tell how good he is. No tour dates yet online, but we'll keep our eyes open for that. I would love to see Paper Idol live after featuring him multiple times on the dot. Now let's go to a dot first, and that is the artist Cassandra Coleman, who is the first artist on the dot to come off an American Idol appearance. Now, Cassandra Coleman made it all the way to the top 10 in Idol 19, and I really don't want to bring that up to define why she's successful. More so, I want to bring it up to show how talented Cassandra Coleman is. American Idol has been around for a while, and a lot of artists have shined on that TV show or stood out. Very few of those artists have stood out post-American Idol, right? I mean, think about it. American Idol has been around for multiple decades, and a lot of artists have made it to the top 10. How many can you name off the top of your head that have done anything after that? There's a whole different level of respect to artists that make it that far in American Idol and then can find a way to stand out in music post American Idol. And another interesting thing about Cassandra Coleman is I didn't know this before selecting the song and reaching out to her to be part of the episode this month. I had no idea she was on American Idol. And I think I say that just to show how talented Cassandra Coleman is and how she stood out from the rest in this oversaturated world of music that we live in. There's a little country to her sound, a little bit of pop. There is indie. She said her influences range from Stevie Nicks all the way to the eclectic sound of Aurora. So with those kind of influences and the talent that Cassandra Coleman has, it is no shock that she's able to separate herself from the pack. So I'm going to throw it over to Cassandra Coleman to introduce this new song called Moonbeam. Hey there, my name's Cassandra Coleman and thanks so much for having me on the dot. Moonbeam is the second track on my debut EP, Coming of Age. And the entire song is kind of like an internal dialogue between my adult self and my childhood self. And older me, she's cautionary, she's given advice and (laughs) communicating what we now know. And younger me responds with, okay, great, you know, you're so wise now, but at what expense? I'm joyful and inspired and optimistic. And that's you know, the, pretty much the whole premise of the song is just that when I'm feeling fear, you know, clouding my judgment, when I'm feeling overwhelming amounts of self-comparison, you know, when the world is stealing my joy or I'm allowing it to, that I can fall back in to who I was as a child because she holds the qualities that I need in that moment. And because she is still me, she is still within me. And I just have to listen to her. And yeah, that's the point of the song. And I hope it resonates with you in some way. I hope it makes sense. (laughs) And uh, yeah, thanks so much for having me. And I hope you like the song.
Sandra Coleman there with her song Moonbeam. So cool to hear her perspective. Now we are going to feature an artist who cracked the top 300 of 2022 with their song Chalk that reached number 113 of the year. And this is Cal in Red. And Chalk actually was on the EP that they just released this past month on February 3rd called On the Dance Floor. And we're gonna check out another song from that EP called Sync. And Cal and Red is two brothers, Connor and Kendall. And the band is actually named after their other brother who had a fascination with red shirts when he was a kid. Cal and Red is such a talented duo. I really love the sound that they're putting out. No album yet. This is their second EP, it looks like at this point. So let's go back to that song Chalk. Let's peek into that for a quick second. The song that made it to 113 on the top 300. And then we're going to bring Cal and Red onto the podcast to tell us about their song off their EP on the dance floor called Sync. Hey, this is Callan Red, and we're super happy to be on The Dot. Um, this track is called Sync off our new EP. It started as a catchy chorus and eventually grew to be a full song. It was recorded and produced from our home, and it centers around intrusive thoughts and social anxiety. Hope you enjoy. I heard it talks to everyone, and it runs beneath my Huge 
fan of that duo, Cal and Red. And something I really love about the two songs we just listened to is they do this build up up to the chorus and then they kind of do the anti-drop, right? They let it fall out a little bit and then they build it back up. Great sound. They're great songwriters too. I think songwriting is an art that comes and goes in today's music and I think they deserve a lot of credit and just so catchy. I mean, the keyboard on Chalk is something that just sticks in your mind. Sync was such a great track as well. So very, very thrilled to have them on the podcast. Cannot wait for that debut album whenever they are prepared to drop it. I will be all over that, I promise you. Now let's go to the five piece from Southwest London called Lip Filler, who has released their second single on streaming services. Their first single called Cool was released in September. Their second single called Haircut, which we're going to feature today, was released on February 7th. And the line of Best Fit did a write-up on this single, and their big headline was London Swagger meets Digi-Dystopian Storytelling on Lip Filler's new anti-gentrification anthem called Haircut. And we have the band on the podcast to tell us about this new single. Take it away, guys. Hey, everyone. This is George from Lip Filler. Uh, Thank you so much for having us on The Dot. Uh, the song you're about to hear is called Haircut and it's one of the first songs we ever wrote as a band and it's our second ever single um, and our first ever single we've released with Chess Club Records. The song's generally about like adapting to a metropolitan lifestyle, moving from like a small town because most of the members of the band we're kind of from like small towns, villages. So yeah, it's just kind of dealing with that transition as a young adult um, while also like being overstimulated with technology and just like the social aspect of it, we wrote in our living room when we didn't even have a band name or a space to rehearse in. Um, so yeah, we held it quite close to our hearts. Um, and yeah, it was just fun to record it in the studio. It had a lot of production elements to it that we didn't initially have. Um, yeah, so I hope you enjoy. Hold 
special thank you to the guys for calling in to introduce that new song that we got this month, their second ever single. That was Lip Filler with their song Haircut. And George, when he called in, mentioned some of the cool production that they've been utilizing in their new music, especially this song. Check out the very end of this song. It really showcases what he was alluding to when he talked about the production. stay overseas, more specifically go to Bristol to a psych pop quartet that goes by the name of Tongues and released their debut album on February 17th called A Good Dream. Dork Mag said about Tongues' debut album that it was made with enough synths to sink a ship. Let's throw it over to Tongues to tell us about this new song, Always. Hey guys, this is Nikki from Tongues. Thanks so much for having us on the dot. You're going to hear a song called Always, which is from our debut album, A Good Dream, which just came out last Friday. We are a band from Bristol in the UK and we moved to London where we started recording our album in a little studio in the Docklands that we rented. Lyrically, it was really about coming to terms with the end of things and something I'm not really that good at is saying goodbye or getting over stuff. So in a way, it was like me uh, forcing myself to accept stuff does end and that's chill sometimes by singing it in a song. We produced it and mixed it all ourselves in our little studio. So it's lovely that it's come all the way over to America for you guys to hear. So thanks again for listening to our music and from all of us here, enjoy the track. This is Trevor Stovall from Hall Johnson. Uh, thanks for having us on The Dot. I'm here to talk about Utilitarian, our new single off our debut LP, Haymaker, which comes out May 12th uh, via the record machine. So uh, Utilitarian kind of came to be, um, it was the last song on, one of the last songs on the record that we wrote together. And it was in our drummer Logan's 
uh, childhood garage and we had just written the um, eighth song on the album hospitals and which will be coming out later um, and you know we were in that writing mood and utilitarian came around and then when we went to Connecticut to record it um, Charlie our producer really took a liking to the song and that was one of the songs that came most naturally and I think the amount of acoustics and layered um, harmonies and just overall bouncy vibe to it um, was very natural and then that that song kind of kick-started the use of our pedal um, the the microcosm which produces all of these ambient one-of-a-kind noises um, so you can hear that in the intro of the song so I say that was that that's kind of how utilitarian came together and uh, yeah thanks again thanks for featuring us I'm not flawless I got my battle scars but I'm man in the bridge and it goes on forever I'm lucid again left my shit out of place I'm shaking my head I can barely see your face Johnson with the song Utilitarian that we heard right after Tongues finished up with their track. Always two very solid tracks to bring us to the end of the February 2023 edition of The Dot. Thank you guys so much for listening. It's much appreciated and anything we can do to help these artists gain more recognition. As you heard, they all very much deserve it. So this episode, we listened to J.W. Francis, Paper Idol, Cassandra Coleman, Cal and red lip filler tongues we just heard hall johnson and we're gonna get played out by a fantastic artist this is annie de russo who just released her ep god i hate this place in late february and we're gonna check out the single from this ep called emerson annie's from nashville tennessee and on her website it says that she blends buzzing guitar rock with a pop infused flair encourage you guys to check out that new ep she just released and do everything you can guys to support these artists go out and see their shows buy their merch and always remember it only happens once a month, so you must be on the dot. Baptized by a pedophile In a church that reeks of oak and death My eyes. Parents raised a happy child In the house at the bottom of Emerson 
time I go home All I do is sleep I don't know what kind of twisted hold my childhood